The Howling Monkey Radio Network presents Dispatches of Note. A list about movies, part one. I have recently discovered the Unspooled podcast with comic actor Paul Shear and film critic Amy Nicholson. Each episode features an in-depth look at one of the American Film Institute's top 100 American films of all time. After listening to several episodes of the podcast, I thought it might be fun for me to give you my take on the AFI 100, but, you know, in a lot less detail and with almost no valuable insight whatsoever. Also, I'm not bothering to re-watch or, in some cases, even watch the movies in question, but we won't let a little thing like that stop us, and we'll knock this thing out in, you know, four episodes. So, without further ado, let's look at 100 through 75 on the list. 100, Ben Hur, 1959. A guy races a chariot and uh, hangs out with the Son of God. Also, there are lepers. 99, Toy Story, 1995. Uh, a bunch of toys run around doing stuff, and I think there's some sad things in it. I don't, I don't. Don Rickles is a potato. 98, Yankee Doodle Dandy, 1942. Jimmy Cagney takes a break from being a tough guy so he can tap dance and sing not particularly well. Uh, but everyone goes around pretending like he does for some reason. 97, Blade Runner, 1982. Harrison Ford does Space Noir. Great movie, even if Daryl Hannah's in it. 96, Do the Right Thing, 1989. Spike Lee's insightful view of racial tensions in New York. This was the first Pizzagate, by the way. 95, The Last Picture Show, 1971. A bunch of bored people in Texas hang out and just talk, and that's pretty much it. Sybil Shepard's in it, and she's in like at least one other movie on this list, which is kind of weird, right? 94. Pulp Fiction, 1994. Quentin Tarantino's amazingly original film that made us take Bruce Willis, Samuel L. Jackson, and John Travolta seriously. Then Travolta made Battlefield Earth and Face Off, and that ended that for him. 93, The French Connection, 1971. Gene Hackman wears a hat. 92, Goodfellas, 1990. It's like The Sopranos, but with way more narration. 91, Sophie's Choice, 1982. I mean, I can't even make jokes about this one, and to be honest, I haven't even seen it. So I guess I'll just point out that Meryl Streep does an accent in it, which is just a safe bet because she always does an accent in her movies. Number 90, Swing Time, 1936. A bunch of overdressed people dance around for no good reason whatsoever. 89, The Sixth Sense, 1999. Bruce Willis is in this one, and he was in Pulp Fiction, which we just talked about. So, like Sybil Shepard, he's in more than one movie on the AFI Top 100. Maybe they should have made Moonlighting into a movie. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Anyway, in The Sixth Sense, there's a kid who sees dead people one of whom is Bruce Willis. Uh, look, spoiler alert, but come on, this movie's like 20 years old, so we are outside the statute of limitations on that. Twist ending. 88, Bringing Up Baby, 1938. Cary Grant and Katherine Hepburn have a pet ocelot or something? I don't know why. 87, 12 Angry Men, 1957. This is a movie about 12 men who are angry. They are probably angry because they have to serve jury duty. 86. Platoon. 
1986. This was Oliver Stone before he got all conspiracy silly, and Charlie Sheen before he, well, before we knew he was, you know, Charlie Sheen. 85, A Night at the Opera. The Marx Brothers and a lot of singing. There's a gag about eggs, and there are some bombastic society people in it. It's, you know, kind of like a Coen Brothers movie in that respect. 84, Easy Rider, 1969. I don't know. It's just like a bunch of motorcycle riding going on. And there's this weird scene in a graveyard with, I think, Tony Basil. You know, hey, Mickey, that Tony Basil. She's an easy rider. Who knew? Um, so is Jack Nicholson, by the way. So that's that's kind of cool. 83, Titanic, 1997. A big boat sinks and Billy Zane's a jerk. 82, Sunrise, 1927. From what I remember, this movie involved the first moving camera in a motion picture, or something like that. I, the director was, I think, I think he was German. Anyway, the movie's like 100 years old, so there you go. 81, Spartacus, 1960. From what I can tell, this movie consists of two hours of people standing around claiming to be a guy named Spartacus. 80. The Apartment, 1960. It's got Jack Lemmon in it. I think it's maybe the prequel to The Odd Couple. 79. The Wild Bunch, 1969. Sam Peckinpah directed this western and it involved a lot of people just getting shot a bunch of times. That was Sam Peckinpah's whole deal, I think. Just having people get shot a lot. 78, Modern Times, 1936. This is a Charlie Chaplin movie. I'm not sure if this is the one where he eats a shoe or not. Maybe it is. I don't, what do I know? 77, All the President's Men, 1976. This is two hours of Robert Redford and Dustin Hoffman just naming people who worked for Nixon. Dialogue stuff like, what did Ehrlichman say? Something about Haldeman, or maybe it was John Dean. Either way, Liddy and McCord were in the dark. Mark Felt. 76, Forrest Gump, 1994. It's got a 30-minute chunk of some guy naming types of shrimp. Seriously, it does. 30 minutes. Also, people play ping pong. 75, In the Heat of the Night, 1967. I think it would have been pretty great if Mr. Pibb could have done some kind of product placement deal here. You know? There we have it, folks. Those are the first 25 of the AFI Top 100. We'll be back with the next 25, I guess, if, if we get around to it. Until then, keep enjoying movies. Yeah. This program is brought to you by Law Dog Productions, LLC. We're on the web at HowlingMonkeyRadio.com, where you can find our other shows and content. You can also learn about ways to support our efforts there. You can reach us through our email address, info at howlingmonkeyradio.com.